hey, y'all, I'm humbled. I mean, Benita, um, because I'm late um, and it's all on me. But the good thing is that I'm jumping over the intro and I'm going to go right back to it. The good thing is that we're getting into divorcing, being so hard on ourselves today. So what a perfect day for me to be well off the schedule. It's fine. Um, so <laughs> welcome and welcome back to another episode of the B-Mix Radio on Big Schools radio.com you already know what thursday nights at 8 p.m eastern standards time are for everyone not what but rather who uh thursday nights at 8 p.m on the radio.com are for uh right here on the b mix it's for everyone the unseen the unheard the misunderstood the misinterpreted the misconstrued the overlooked the underbooked, <laughs> uh, everyone else in between, um, whether it be the forgotten part of you or for the person that does not belong anywhere, me, be so welcome. Okay. Happy, happy, happy last Thursday of August. All right. Yes, I'm correct on that. Um, happy, y'all know what today is? Guess what day it is? It's not Wednesday, so don't say home day. Um, it is actually, well, yeah, yeah, that'll segue us into this. Um, it is, so happy 19th Amendment Day. Let's just call it that. Happy, uh, we got a little bit of rights. It started somewhere, um, day, <laughs> you know? So thank God that legally, um, no one can, no state can, um, withhold or, uh, prevent, um, Again, legally, when you're saying, you know, the people ain't doing it. Moving on. Uh, we're not going to get into all of that today, though. Uh, we can, if you'd like, but probably not today. But it, it's up to y'all. It's up to y'all. Y'all know me. I'm just, I'm here. Um, here for y'all. Um, but yeah, so that legally no one can uh, withhold a woman the right to vote. So go, girl. <laughs> um, so segueing right into our uh, moment of a history of racial injustice brought to you by my favorite calendar um, from the Equal Justice Initiative, EJI. So uh, today is August 27th. On August 27th in 1960, segregationists wielding bats and axe handles attacked civil rights activists staging a lunch counter sit-in in Jacksonville, Florida. I think a lots of us if not most of us um, have at least learned about, excuse me, um, sit-ins. Um, and uh, we know we get the idea of what that is, actual sit-in, where we say, listen, I want to come in. I want to sit at the, the counter. I want to sit at this particular table um, because I, I do have the right. I, I And I feel as though I have the right, although you may not see that. And so some of our four forefathers and foremothers um, and ancestors did just that. And um, we see that axe heads, y'all, axe heads, axe heads and bats wielded. Um, they came to attack the civil rights activists that staged sit-ins. Like what kind of, do we have to get into it? Do we have to? We, we will and we can, but do we have to, y'all? Seriously? Ridiculous. Um, getting more into, um, just that was our moment, right? So getting more into how I am way off, y'all can see that we are definitely not where I'm always shooting a show from, okay? It's a little different today, but that's all right. I embrace the 
the dysfunctions, I was going to say the misfunctions. So I'm going to call it that too. The misfunctions, the dysfunctions, the, the, I don't really want to say disorder, but I embrace it. I do. Um, I, that's the best way to make, or that's the only way to make the food. You said my lamp piece just fell. Wow. Okay. Embracing the dysfunction, right? And then what I just said. So if you're going to say it, you got to actually do it. You're going to be tempted and challenged with it to make sure that that's really what you mean. So embracing all of that. So y'all can see my little corner where, you know, uh, my mama was taking a nap in my bed and didn't make it up. But, you know, whatever. I ain't judging her because guess what? I'm childish and I don't be making my bed up a lot of times anyway. So because who getting out of it? Me? Who getting back in it? Me? Uh-huh. Really? The times that it's really made up um, and it just stays up for a long period of time is because really, I never really get a chance to sleep in my bed. Sydney makes me sleep in her bed probably every night. So, anywho, um, yeah, so we just, we just a lot off today. Okay. We is in me, Benia. Mm-hmm, I'm claiming that. But thank God again for today's uh, topic of the show, which is Divorce It. It is our final. Um, I'm going to stop saying final because I feel like y'all be like, because <gasps> I, in my, in my spirit, I'll be like, <gasps> Final what, right? Um, not final anything indefinite, but just um, our final episode covering this uh, series that we, I, you know, series of topic, um, uh, topic variations. Like, oh, Siri, ain't nobody, I didn't call you. It's a series. Now she won't answer. And first of all, can we can we just go on a tangent for a second? Go with me. Follow, follow me. Anybody else sick of this series saying, yeah, huh? Go ahead. I, like, go ahead was a little better, I guess, because it was like she had a little high pitch. Like, go ahead, like a little, little more energy. But on the phone, she'd be like, huh? Siri, who ain't teach you manners? Who? Who don't pay this? Who paid this bill? All right, then. You better address me accordingly. Yes, ma'am. Would you like some water? You want ice in that water? You better. Siri, get my push Excuse me. I'm yelling. I'm yelling. What I'm yelling for? Now, what I'm yelling for? If I got to stop being hard on me, I'm jumping now. Here's your VTuber. If I got to stop being, stop being hard on me, I can't be hard on nobody else either, right? That's the whole point. So if you tell yourself not to, Maui, get off the chair, Maui. See what I say? What I say? Y'all heard me talk to the cat. And I told him, probably didn't. It was probably right before we started. He was sitting there in the corner trying to make himself look all extra depressed. Okay, and I believe I care for. I'm on a whole nother tangent. Y'all just gonna follow me tonight. Um, <laughs> hey, Jazz. Uh, he was in the corner. Okay, because I care about animals and like their feelings and stuff, right? And he was sitting in the corner, standing at the corner, right, trying to make himself look all depressed or whatever. And I already knew what's up because I seem to always be sitting in his chair. Didn't we say earlier when I was talking to Siri about who paid these bills? But go ahead. Um, and so I told him, I said, hey, because I shut this door. I got my nieces and nephews. Shout out to my brother and sister-in-law. Hey, they on their honeymoon. Hey, hey, Vegas. Um, and so I have my nieces and nephews here. And I'm going to tell you how wild that is right now because of this announcement that I had for y'all later on. But we're going to get to that, right? Um, but he was sitting in this corner because I keep pointing to the corner. Like y'all can see it. But he was sitting in this corner. <laughs> And uh, stand at the corner, and I said, "Now we listen. Don't start it. Don't d- look. We're not gonna do that tonight. You know the show's over at nine thirty. Let's get to nine thirty, okay? Give me nine thirty-one, and then you can cry about me getting up out of this chair, okay?" He tucked his tail on me, y'all. Now, anybody, I don't. You only have to be a cat lover just to have a cat or know a cat, have seen a cat. You know they get all tucked, and they, you know, they made like a like the old Maximus because they don't make the Maximus like that no more with the back, the back of the legs. Like, like shoulders. I don't know. 
<laughs> and the arms, I, whatever. That's I love that form of like how cats sit. Like I love that. I think that's what made me like the daggone Maxima, the way that body built was made in the, in the first place. It doesn't matter. I don't know years. So y'all car heads, y'all go look it up. I don't know. But it, it don't look like that no more. Um, and so anyway, he did, they, they do that. And then their tails are out. But he caught an attitude and he tucked his in. So I know he heard me. That's my whole point. He heard me. He understood what I was saying. And yet he's still going to come up in here, wait, what, three minutes into the show and come scratching at the back of this chair. I'm not getting out of this chair. I'm like, y'all know that right now. I was saying it to y'all, but I was really saying it for him to hear me because, you know, I ain't no punk. <laughs> okay? <laughs> I'm strong, but mine around here. You okay? Okay. <clears throat> so, like I was saying, <laughs> that we can tell ourselves, you know, not to be hard on, you know, this person, that person, he, she, him, it, they, them, you know, all of that, but yet... Then we go and beat ourselves up and be proud of it. Oh my goodness, I'm my worst critic. What did I talk about that before? Pop quiz. What did I say about that before? I said, I, I, that's what I said. I popped your hand. I did. It's hot. That's, I, I, that's hot. Don't touch that. Get out of wearing that so proudly. I'm my worst critic. Yay. I'm my worst critic. I beat myself up all the time. Stop. Simple. <laughs> Simple solutions. <laughs> may, may, may not always be easy. But it's a simple solution. So that's if if that alone, if you stick there and remind yourself that, you know what, it may not feel easy not to be hard on myself right now, but it's a simple solution. So let me just, re, you know, do, 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 like redirect my mind to help me to wrap my head back around this concept that I should do something that is a simple solution in the first place, if that makes sense. So if I'm, you know, finding myself, beating myself up, prime example right now, I'm rushing, um, to get back, I was about to spill a bean, so I can't say that, but I was rushing to get back, right? I ran out real quick, rushing to get back, knowing I had to do the show. I would have just been getting in here to literally do what I did, throw a different shirt on because y'all was looking trashy, but it's fine. Um, I have my little hole right here, and I didn't know if y'all was going to see it. It was bad. But anywho, so, um, but yeah, like I, uh, you know, would have just had that, but I would have been a few minutes before eight. So that way, you know, we probably would have start at eight or just a few minutes after not eight, 15, like we started. Sorry, y'all. But for real, for real, I'm not wearing it. Like I am, I'll be being very transparent. I'm right in the middle. Like I'm not as hard on myself about it as I feel like I would have been and I that I would normally, you know, be in, in, in the Benia that I'm still detaching from, right? So I'm admitting that, right? Raising my hand. I'm admitting that I'm still detaching from old Benia. Um, I'm not fully detached from her because at the at the core of it, she was a great person. Um, she just didn't know it. Did y'all catch that? Okay. All right. I'm just I'm just here. Um, and so while Benia that I am getting much more acquainted with is um a great person, probably even a greater person because she is becoming more and more aware of how much of a, how great of a person she is and not even like in a boastful or, you know, overly prideful or uh, arrogant way, but in a confident, you know, y'all know the word I love, Godfident way that, hey, like, listen, I'm, I'm pretty good. Like, you know, this, I thought of this um, not too long ago. I think earlier today, I was thinking of something someone not too long ago. And it was talking about, all I know is like the general gist of it was like, it was talking about, you know, decent people, good people and all of that. But still how I was thinking they can be left out. So 
Whereas it was talking about, you know, yeah, you know, people that are doing that. I really wish I could think of it exactly. Um, and I don't think I put that in my notes at all. We might, once I get in my notes, maybe I did. I might surprise myself. But um, the fact that, uh, you know, like it was just talking about just good people, right? And still, like when people are, when someone is trying to speak to those, you know, those group, that group of, you know, those good people can still make someone even within that group feel left out. So like a me. So I've been in plenty of situations, let's say, let's use this for example. It's not really where I was going with it, but it's the only example I can kind of think of right now. That when I was in college, it would talk about, you know, so here it is, you know, that was already enough. Like that we're beating the odds. We are, you know, all these at-risk youth, you know, from the city at this amazing, the only HBCU that matters, Morgan State University. You're welcome. Um, Go Bears. And so we're at this, you know, institution and um, historically black college and university. Okay, let me not say institution because I don't want y'all think I'm talking about jail. Um, but <laughs> so anyway, but you know, we're at this educational institution. Um, also, they beat the odds. You know, they loved, especially back around when we graduated from high school, 2008, and before they loved to hawk on, you know, whole oh, first gen, first generation, you know, scholars, first generation. Um, college uh, attendees and first-generation college graduates, you know, all of that thing, right? And so just that there, because I was actually going to go another place, but I'm going to stick there. I know that I felt left out um, because technically, although I was coming from a different, a unique, uh, toxic background, um, I was, I am not, you know, technically, I am not in the world like, thank you, because... My MacBook is trying me tonight, so I just hit. Um, anyway, but yeah, so I, um, sorry, y'all. I, uh, you know, like I felt left out because I'm not that. Like technically, like my mother has, you know, her bachelor's degree. My dad, at what I know for sure, is that he attended <laughs> B Triple C when he came back. I think from yeah, it was, it was once he came back from the Navy. Um, and so I think he has his AA. I don't know, and associate's degree, not not alcohols and honest. Could be that too. I'm not sure. I don't think everyone. Moving on. Um, <laughs> but he's not going to like that joke. I just, I just thought about that. It, it doesn't matter. So anyway, but um, <laughs> it's the fact that, you know, like just sitting there and they're trying to speak to like, oh, you know, y'all are first gen this and that and raise your hand if you're first gen. I'm saying, yeah, wow, everybody. That's wow. It's cool. I am not. And so then, whereas I should be proud you know, to come from, proud to do and be. What's Oh, that's my shirt that I threw off. I was like, what is this white thing on here? Sorry, y'all. Easily distracted tonight. Can, can you tell? Eas- easily distracted tonight. So bear with me. If y'all ain't never got Benia's raw thoughts before, y'all getting them tonight. Okay? Tonight is tonight. Okay? And I, I am feeling all right. Okay? Y'all just not going to be able to tell that. Y'all going to have to just roll with it. Okay? Um, and so just sitting there feeling left out, whereas it's in a good situation, you know, a, a, a good environment, but it, there wasn't a healthy, Maui, what I say? He just came and tap tap me on both my hips. He better cut it out. No, Maui, I'm, I'm using the chair. Okay. I would like to sit down while I do my show. Okay. Is that all right? There you go. <laughs> You be, being bad, y'all. I went. I don't know if y'all can hear him because <laughs> he's he's big, like he's heavy, right? 
And um, so he just like did some, I don't know if he bucked at me because I do that. Like, do I pick on my nieces and nephews? Like I buck at people. And uh, I don't know if he did that or what, but he keeps banging against something. He's throwing a temper tantrum is all I'm saying. And I really hope y'all can hear it so that way I don't sound as crazy as I know this probably sounds. Even if I do, it's fine. Anywho, um, and so what I was saying was, though, was that the, here I am in this, you know, good environment, supposedly like positive environment. But yet what's happening is that the notch on the confidence level for the masses is being turned down because I feel as though, and this could just be my math, okay, my societal math, <laughs> that as you are in a, especially in leadership. So as you, would you like me to open a door, Maui? Would you like to get out? You want to go? Go ahead then. Nobody dealing with the attitude all night, and nobody dealing with it. Hey, <laughs> hey, babies. Okay. Um, <laughs> now that we got him out. Um. That yeah. So what I'm saying is that even though you know, especially in leadership, like when you are in this role where you are to be pouring into, follow me pouring into someone, especially a group of people, especially when they are, you know, not, we'll get away from at risk, but vulnerable, a vulnerable population. And that does, and I'm using general statements like that because I don't want to just say, you know, youth. I don't want to just say young children. I don't just want to say elders, like anyone, you know, and they, we always love to leave out, you know, all of us right now, the thriving, you know, generation and population of people right now that are just, you know, keeping everything, you know, rolling right now. Right. Um, it's our time, baby. Gator, boop. Moving on. Um, you know, so in any any way or wherever you find yourself pouring out or called or led to pour out, um, and when you pour, you want to pour positively. So you want to be pouring in, pouring something into someone or into something versus pouring nothing into them, right? So we, we know that. We're talking about pouring into someone positive. I'm not talking about getting on your phone, gossiping with your mans in them. Like, you know, talking trash. That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's not pouring into people. Okay. And I'm like, oh, pouring tea. Yeah, it's hot, right? It'll burn you. Carry on. So when you're pouring into, you know, a vulnerable population, um, and it'd be a population of one or many, right? Um, that it is for you to do your best at, you know, not to reach as many people as possible, right? And and to reach them in a way that meets for them. And so, yes, that is hard to do, but again, you're, you know, for much is given, much is required. So for leadership, I'm not saying just anybody just, you know, average Joe's just not really meant and called to be nothing to do nothing. Like, that's not really who I'm talking to right now, okay? Yes, I'm leaving you out just for right now, okay? Stay tuned, but I'm leaving you out just for the moment, right? Because, um, it's it's for you to make sure that you don't you don't lose someone like me. Like whereas I have I'm full of all of this, you know, I had a lot to bring to the table. If I didn't feel so turned off by so many different assemblies and gatherings and all in college, then I would have probably been able to apply myself a lot more. Uh, I would have probably been able to make the make more and better connections than I had. Um, I would have probably been able to put forth much more effort than I felt like I could even give because I was so tired. You know what I mean? Just exhausted, always working a career level job and going to school full time. All of these different things, you know, work feeling as though they're, you know, working against me. Couldn't definitely couldn't see that it was working for my good, you know, back then. 
Um, and just those simple things, like I said, in those assemblies or those gatherings or whatever, where you hear, like, you're, I'm, I'm, I was a sponge, like, I'm sitting there listening and looking, like, okay, oh, you're about to tell me, like, oh, you know, these people, they would talk about, you know, the people, like, oh, if you're working, you don't need to work. Well, hey, what about me that if I don't work, I don't eat? Yeah, I know I'm 18, but for real, like, what's up? Like, what about me? You're losing me, whereas your job, your duty is to, you know, is to keep either establish, you know, a connection or a bond there or to maintain that connection that's there and then to help grow that. That's on you. So I say all of that. Um, to say that if that it may be your duty and what you're called and led to do for others, what the hell you think you're supposed to do for yourself? <laughs> you thought I was about to say something all cute and fancy and eloquent. No. What you supposed to do for yourself? And if you call to do all of that for other people, I'm talking to me out loud too. I'm looking right at me, like looking right in the mirror. Do not get me wrong. Okay. Um, for a lot of us, I'm getting into my notes now. Um, a lot of us created a timeline as a child. Right. So when we talk about these childhood traumas, um, it's not always at the cause of other people. Like it might be influenced. Right. Because at the end of the day, we know we talk about, y'all know I hate saying that. So I'm going to keep that to a minimum at the end of the day. But at the end of the day, you know, it does boil down to your choices, your decisions that you make about you. Now, yes, there are things that happen to us. I am definitely living witness to that. Just a lot of things that happened upon me, like happened to me, like totally out of my control. Um, not meant for me, but meant for my purpose, right? Meaning that it was meant for the people that are, you know, connected to me, for the souls that I will, you know, that I have and will, you know, come in contact with and and be led to pour into, right? See how that comes full circle? Um, and so, you know, the, the, that's what, you know, the things and especially like rough things that I've experienced, like all of those things were tied to my purpose, not necessarily my life. Like it wasn't for me, but for me to do something with. Got it? Okay. Make sure you caught that. So um, back to that, like as children, like again, so some of, some of our traumas are not just at the hands of other people. Y'all see my, my middle fingernail that broke off when I was just... Y'all, it was rough. It was rough. It just happened. And I'm hurt because I got something to tell y'all. I told y'all that happens tomorrow. That is very important that I'm going to need my hands and my hand. I don't want it to look ugly, but I'm not going to be holding hard on myself. I'm going to figure it out. I'll tell you that. I'm going to figure it out. Side note, somebody got one press on for a middle fingernail to let me know. If I don't find this nail in the car, I'm going to go back out there tonight as soon as I finish the show and I'm going to look for that nail and it's going to get glued on. Okay, y'all will mind your business. Moving on. Um, so like I said, one of our childhood traumas though, and um how how I always just anything, it, we're not even just talking about childhood traumas, but just any anywhere where we, you know, feel as though that we have experienced, you know, some type of hurt, some type of pain, some type of devastation. Um, there is some part, some part now. It is totally up to you in what? Self-reflection. You're never going to not hear me say it. Um, that you, you know, along with your higher being, that you, you know, come to the realization of and meditate on and work through um, the the concept of, um, sorry, of just like what your part in it was, right? Like what what you what you probably could have done a little more. You probably could have, you know, tried to see it in a better light so that way eventually, you know, you, well, fast forward. <laughs> like I said it already. <laughs> Dang on. Um, but you know, like you could have tried, you know, just different things and different methods and all. 
to so that way eventually you would be able to see something in a better light, right? Um, and it doesn't mean that, you know, you never saw it. It just, sometimes I sit and think truthfully about, you know, oh, if I had have done this, not beating myself up, right? So getting out of that, because we're going to get back to that. Um, but, oh, if I had have done this, right, what I'm working on and how I'm really taking this healing process seriously, right? And, you know, keeping my eyes open to, you know, just what I can pick up and do and things like that, then I would have probably been able to reach this level of peace that I now have at an earlier time, right? That's all I'm saying. And if that's the case, then that means I would have been able to do more, you know, earlier than now. Now, given we know that our timeline is not our own, but it's, you know, all in God's time is sure. But do I believe in a sense that, you know, with things that we do or don't do that influence, you know, what we what we know is like what he allows or what he gives us, how much of it he gives us and things like that once we show that we can. So same thing as far as finances, right? I highly doubt if you're going to be blessed all the time. Of course, there are people and we know this. We, we read about them, see them, we sing their songs or we praise them. You know what I mean? Like for just accolades and accomplishments and things of people that have come into lump sums of money, you know, so quickly and soon all that Here's the thing, though. They worked for it somehow. So it's like they did something. I, I, will, I will never take away from any type of creative or artist. I know y'all can't see that. Oof. I just gave y'all all double chin on that one. But <laughs> um, that, you know, work to get that, right? So even when people want to go back to back and forth and back to back about, you know, who, which artist deserves this such and such and got this contract. It doesn't matter. They did something for it. Somebody saw something in them whether it's for their own personal motives or that they actually sell something that gift or a mix of both. And they, and they invested in that person and that art and that talent. So, okay. Right. Um, and so either way, but we just see how like people like fumble their money. And so what my point is though, that you wouldn't want to be, that wouldn't be ideal. Ideally you would want to be blessed with, you know, if we're just talking about money, like a lump sum of money and know what to do with it, how to manage it, how to, you know, y'all love to flip it, right? How to be sure that this blessing of prosperity um, is directly connected and divinely connected to prosperity. I'm, I'm sorry, uh, longevity, right? So I want prosperity with longevity. Like, hi, how you doing? Let me get the number one. Yeah, the, the prosperity with a large longevity. Thank you. That's what I want. Like, I, Listen, I don't, I don't just want it just for now. I don't want it just for shits and giggles. Like, I want it. We're talking about generational wealth and all that. And I know that there's work for me to do to make sure that that's the case. You know what I mean? Like I don't have, or I've never had, I've definitely never been taught and just have never had like good spending habits. Worst of all, I've never had good saving habits, right? Like I have, have I saved before? Have I found myself in more than one occasion where I had to drain savings because of, you know, whatever circumstances have come my way and things like that? Yes. Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah, yes, I have. <laughs> okay, don't don't even listen. You said, "Have I been down so certain?" Yes, ab yes, absolutely, yes. Was I ever proud of it at that moment? No, but am I like even thinking that you know I owe an explanation of like, oh, I, I don't really want to say this. no, I don't either, because no, I'm not that person that was like trying to bleed the system. Always been saying that, but at the same time, it doesn't matter. I needed it and needed to. Okay, period. That's exactly, that's what it's there for. Like, that's exactly it. Like, I don't, 
it's there to help. And, and truth be told, now that I'm on this, and I'll be trying to stay away from this here, because, you know, people love y'all. We have to stop just being so happy about jumping in these conversations that get us nowhere. Y'all love to just like uh, how, you know, there's this harsh, you know, opinion and, and conversation around like the child support that people just love to, <laughs> I got you. <laughs> now, you know what I say? I'm getting easily distracted tonight. Cut it out. <laughs> It, it was bothering me. It was bothering me hard. <laughs> it's that type of night, so I get it. <laughs> oh, God. Um, uh, that wasn't me, y'all, but I'm glad that y'all are here for it. Thank you. Um, so, but yeah, so, um, but, you know, just the fact that, you know, it it's there. Oh, oh, that's what I was about to say. Like, of getting into this topic of like people have these harsh conversations about like like around like child support or something, right? And just just heavy, just oh, cause cause women be using it, and not everybody. So y'all making all these generalizations and it just sounding all stupid to somebody like me that knows, you know, that what's actually there and and knows how to. I say it for I'll always say it. I will say it forever. I have this innate ability to be able to remove myself and view things globally. So no matter what my circumstance, whatever my personal experience with something is, yes, you speak from your experiences, but there's still a difference. It's just like how, you know, as you continue to elevate and if you are supposed to do render some type of service, you know, which I believe all of us are, all of us were given a purpose and it's, it's for the way God intended us was for us to do unto others and to do for and to be good, you know, for and unto others, meaning that we're good and unto ourselves first by with him. Like, God, listen, I'll probably better myself because I think I'm out here self-sabotaging. Like, Lord, I'm out here self-doubting. Like, can you help me out? Because, all right, maybe that's not how y'all, <laughs> what y'all need, but I've definitely been there before, right? Anywho, so, you know, it's the point of, like just all these like harsh conversations so around like even like I just brought up like about social services and all and you know y'all are welfare and the, sure right but my whole uh, uh, soapbox you know point is that it's truly uh, for or it should be I'm gonna just use a I'm gonna stick a should I'm gonna use a should ticket on that one right it should be uh, more so for the people like a me, right? That's trying, like, you know, that needs a, a little help and that's all I need. I don't want to have to prove how poor I am, right? And obviously I'm not the richest person, you know, out here or even anywhere near it yet, period. Um, <laughs> but, you know, because that, that goal is just to be rich, maybe is to be wealthy, but carry on. Um, so, you know, like it's the person that, that has found them like right in the middle. Like I remember I was in college and you find out like, oh no, they really don't want to give you literally found this out. Literally, they don't want to give you food stamps. And mind you, I was, like I said, if I didn't work, I didn't eat. So I was on my own. Like I finally had own apartment, all of that, blah, blah, blah. And so, um, you know, I, for whatever reason, like it gets that way. Like truthfully, it already sucks anyway. Like, bro, we got to pay for how, for food, for how, how much is cereal? Cut it out. Right. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how it is to be in a, a rich you know, wealthy family and all where it's like, oh no, we don't have to worry about buying food, but however much food costs, go ahead and do that. So for whatever reason, it's like, you know, you take care of all these other bills and all these other responsibilities. And it's like, oh Lord, we still got to buy food, Jesus. Of course it's a necessity. So you want to say, of course, I'm sure people that, you know, just have their lives together, probably can't relate to this at all. And that's okay. That um, have their budgets, you know, mapped out and know that maybe food is at the top of your list. But for a lot of people, for too many people to count, that unfortunately food, a necessity, 
finds itself at the lower end of the list of responsibilities and obligations. That's sick. That speaks to our society and our government. But again, another conversation for another day. Okay. We are so far from the topic, but it's okay. It's still good to me. So I hope it's good for (laughs) y'all. Is it good to you? Like it's all right. Um, where I was, okay, in accordance to the topic for today, y'all, um, is that of, you know, being so hard on, on ourselves, divorce it, let it go. Because what I started by saying was that, um, that uh, you know, some of us created a timeline as a child, right? And <laughs> we started at a very young age being our worst critic, right? Um, thanks, Jazz. Jazzy said I can relate completely. And I thank you. Okay. Like, thank you. Like, just saying. It's just, it's wild out here. Um, and so we we experienced be oh, not only want to say becoming, but I guess, yeah. We experienced firsthand, you know, being our own worst critic so early, right? Simply because again, we created timelines as children well before my just said as children so whatever age you have in mind and then at multiple different ages you know we would have we were shifted and change it and oh I should be able to do this and that um and then you know as we are in our 30s and all that and as we continue to get older we're looking at you know I was, see, I was about to say children we're looking at young people who are in their 20s right and they're like oh god they're babies I totally get it now can you imagine remember we were like 21 and we were like don't call me no baby I'm 21 right Baby, baby, what's behind the ear? I've never, I've always hated that whole thing. Like you should all, everybody should be wet behind the ears. Like ain't nobody clean behind the ears, ew. So you just got back of ear, ew. Mine is clean, I, look, nothing. All right, I just want to make that point. Moving on. <laughs> like we created these timelines, right? For ourselves, for our lives. Okay, so time lives, okay? Time lives for our lives as children well before we even had an idea of what it was to live as an adult. Okay, let's let's take it back. I want to make sure you got it. As children, we created timelines for ourselves, for our own lives, well before we even had an idea of what it was to live as an adult. I don't know about you, but eight-year-old Benia damn sure didn't know about paying no rent. Didn't know about making sure that you, you know, it don't, it's not just, you know, rent or mortgage. Definitely know about mortgage, okay? Um, You know, so that it's not just rent or mortgage. It's not just that and lights and uh, what? Because, you know, I'm thinking of eight-year-old Benia. So 1998, I'm sure we ain't okay with that. We were still going going to the TV, the big back TV that was on the floor. Um, with the pliers to change the channel, okay, so I could watch the comfy couch. Period. Um, <laughs> so uh, I definitely didn't know about that, but I, I definitely didn't know about the ins and outs of what it takes to keep a home, okay, not just to build a house, but to make it a home. I had no idea of that, but yet somehow, eight-year-old Benia definitely knew she wanted to be married with children, and I'm sure at that time I didn't know there was such thing as a marriage license. Hell, it's probably in the past few years that I even really understood like what that meant. Like, bro, you mean to tell me I gotta go apply for it? I can't just say, hey, oh my God, he asked, he said he loved me. He asked me to marry him. I said yes. I cried a little bit. The finger the ring was too small on my finger, so we got it resized, and that was the right size. And then we told our family, and then we're getting married. Like, I gotta get a piece of paper 
from the state for what? Go to the court? Ew, court don't have nothing to do with my way. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, nothing. Like, things are just starting to come together now, okay, in the past decade. And so those two decades I had prior, I ain't gonna say they ain't count, but baby, they, they was just like plucking plucking lint into the bucket. Like the bucket is finally starting to feel a little bit of weight to it and it ain't full, okay? Nowhere near, okay? Follow my analogies tonight. Just, just go ahead with them. So um, besides if everything happens for a reason, why not see it in terms of whatever you've been through was to prepare you for a time that you weren't ready for? That's self-explanatory, right? Um, and... <laughs> There's an Indian prophet who said, if you fall down a hundred times, that was a hundred lessons you needed. So again, as children, we were building these timelines, or I'm sorry, creating these times, because I can't even give it the credit of, 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 of uh, building. Building has some purpose. Building has foundation. Building has structure. You know what I mean? So we were not doing that as children because we didn't know, we didn't even, come on. Like you, you didn't think that you needed to build, you know, uh, 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 the the concept and idea around a healthy, happy marriage. What you might have known or witnessed or experienced, though, was the fruits of an unhealthy one. And 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 learned those behaviors, but but could not distinguish and differ between, you know, the fact that you needed to do something about it and do something of the opposite. Because a lot of us came out of our childhoods understanding a, you know, or with a laundry list of things that we did not want and did not need and did not want to see and did not want to do anymore. And just in the past, I ain't about to say past decade, because in the 20s, we weren't, we were partying, so we weren't. And I'm speaking from for myself, but and you know, if some of us, if some of you relate, and if some of you don't, I actually am happy about that. <laughs> like if if the past ten years you've actually been building and and figuring things out, sure. But I'm really giving us the past five years. I'd say about twenty five, twenty six, twenty twenty six, and I know that's for me is because baby, that's when I became a mama. Like I was pregnant five years ago. I have a four year old, right? So I always make sure I keep in mind like that year, you know, before, like yeah, bro. Like, and I still, you know, it was that transitional phase. Like, okay, ooh, I was just playing. Okay, I'm not no more because I knew all the time I was playing. I should have not been playing. And mind you, I was always like, for the most, like the most serious person, a group of friends or something like that, as far as not the party pooper, but well, where I could be, I guess, because I would think of the responsibilities, the obligations, the consequences, you know what I mean? Like, I would think of these things, um... And, you know, yet, and then be torn, you know, to either succumb to not necessarily peer pressure, but in a sense, you feel that way. Like, oh, let me do this because we're having fun. Like, we're young, you know? Or, oh, I feel this tug on me, though, in the opposite direction. What do I do with it? Um, and so even in that, though, you can't be so hard on yourself because at least you're doing it. Shout out to my business attorney. And I, I'm trying to spill the beans right here either. Um, so I'm, I'm clocking the times. I know just toward the end of the show is really one of my bust it out for y'all, right? Um, but I was speaking to my business attorney earlier. Shout out to Nina Spear, baby. Sorry, that was ghetto. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but she really just, oh, just comes through every time. Every time we speak, like uplifts and all that. I legit um, was like, was tearing up. Like just the way 
just the way she was just running things down and just the our initial conversation a year ago, right? And I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna get back to that because I almost almost told myself because um, I want to run down everything that she said, so I shouldn't even have mentioned it right now, y'all. Sorry. So I'm gonna get back to my notes. Okay, we're gonna say focus. Can I tell y'all side note? I know I just said I was gonna say focus. It's fine. Side note is that see, I'm not beating myself up. That my brain is just like ping 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 ping. But side note is that today was definitely the day that I was sticking to notes. Like no tangent, no distraction, no nothing. And here we are. And we still getting through it. Boom. I hope y'all still getting something from this. Okay. So um, now read something. So this was um, a repost that I saw. Um, Sometimes deciding who you are is deciding who you'll never be again. Make sure that 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 fester in the air long enough because almost. So if you are, can we we real on here, right? Like, remember, I know I said it probably in a couple shows or whatever, and I I haven't really, yeah, I haven't really been saying it at all a lot lately. Um, of just that, you know, in the intro, we usually say that you know it's raw and organic and authentic material. Like we spill it out here because I told I told y'all. Okay. Um, so I just want to make sure y'all know that we're, we're pretty <laughs> transparent here. Okay. Um, if you are wasting, yes, yeah, wasting, wasting your time being hard on yourself, there's no way in hell that you are, it's going to sound dumb to somebody, but I really need you to catch it. If you are wasting your time being hard on yourself, right. And so that means over and over again, a lot of your time is dedicated to being hard on yourself. There is no way in hell that you are committing the adequate and appropriate amount of time that even you deserve to decide on the person who you'll never be again. Okay? Because again, the post says sometimes deciding who you are is deciding who you'll never be again. That's not the self-talk that comes along with like, oh my God, I should have, oh, that's not the same thing. That might be what your intent was somewhere in the beginning of this one particular conversation that you're having with, you, with yourself. Was it last week or a couple weeks ago where I said, be sure to look in the mirror when you're talking to yourself sometimes? Like, just catch yourself in the mirror, baby, especially with some of your affirmations and all. Like, it is nothing like just catching. I, all right. So, again, about being transparent, right? Because it's always dumb stuff about me. And I love it. I do. I told y'all I embrace it. In the beginning, I said that. Um, and so... I'm cracking myself up because I (laughs) for real. All right, I'm done. I'm done late. I'm not. But (laughs) looking in the mirror at myself, right? So Benia to Benia. I don't know why I used to call myself Julia, but whatever. So Julia, look, you going girl, right? And and sometimes it's that I'm calling a dramatic effect or dramatic pause, but I wasn't doing it for that because it's just me, right? But I guess that's what you would call it, how you would describe it. And so eyeballing myself and go and just stare at myself and literally get to the point where I am just watching my pupils dilate, like used to scare me. (laughs) I used to sit there and legit scare myself, okay? I'm not saying to do that. But what I am saying is that take some time to really, you know, figuratively and literally look in the mirror and start by deciding who you'll never be again. When, and I mean, as soon as you catch yourself being like, oh, dang, I should have, oh, I should have, oh, 
that's that negative self-talk. That's that self-doubting. That's that self-sabotaging. You may not notice it. It doesn't feel like a thing. You're not wearing it then because you feel like, oh, you know, no, I'm telling myself that I should be doing better, blah, blah, blah. And I'm talking about this is for the athlete, the, the, the person that's considering becoming an entrepreneur, the person that is content with, you know, working, you know, nine to five, whatever, anywhere else in between, whatever, whatever you do, whoever you are, right? Because it doesn't, you're not just you are not just where you work, okay? You are somebody first. Just like at the core of you first, you are a soul. You are a spirit, okay? And then you are a person, okay? So you need to identify those people, okay? Your spirit man, your flesh man, okay? You find those, and then you get to pack on those other things about yourself, what it is that you do, who you are to other people. You dang going sure cannot list out who you are to other people without considering the list of who you are to yourself first. And if it is much easier, hear me, if it is much easier for you to list out, um, if it is much easier for you to list out who you are to other people than it is to list out who you are to yourself, you are absolutely doing it wrong. It as in life, everything about it, you're doing it wrong. So that means to halt, okay? Take a second, breathe, okay? And re- revisit, revisit the drawing board, re-meditate, re-pray, <laughs> refocus, re-fast, okay? Fast praying, meditation, baby, it's gonna do something for you. It'll change your life, I promise you. I'm only speaking from experience, okay? Um, I don't know, re-tithe, re-give offering, re-volunteer, re, uh, re you know, like as in just do it again. Whatever it is that you thought you did before, that's fine, that's beautiful, that's lovely. Go do it again and find find another purpose in it. It is just like for the believers. It's just like when you read the Bible, you can read the exact same scripture over and over. I literally just did it this week. That's why I'm talking on something right now. That reading the exact same scripture, yeah, since Monday, I've been reading the exact same, I guess it's, it's one through six, but I guess it's technically seven verses, right? Um, and I get, I've gotten something different and focused on something different Every single time I read it. If you can do that about yourself, you're doing something good. We're going to get back into it after this commercial break, okay? We'll be right back. can train and certify over 10,000 students in 10 years. We can renovate over 10,000 houses in 10 years. This is the Inner City Trade School Project sponsored by Get With The Program. It's our time and it's our turn. But like once we address once we address the needs of the students, we can ensure that they'll be successful in the program. The, the, the 
the main idea is to know the safety of the program. And Black Lives Matter? Yes, yes. We're going to show you how much Black Lives Matter because we have a solution to the problem. This school will help change the mindset of our young black men. And that's what we're trying to do, bring pride back to our community. Substance use, pain management, um, mental health. So here at the inner city trade school, that's what we're uh, trying to build. That's what we're trying to create, an environment for our people to thrive. Train your damn stupid nigga. You know, he might could have said Ninkum We ain't no Ninkum Boom. Open it. We're gonna play for you our first tune. It's called. Let's start what we have come into the room to do. Right on. Here goes. to make a grand entrance. I know who you are. The angel who hunts down those who trespass against him with no mercy. with the bland blands.
Hey, refresh after that commercial break, you know, I know I am. I just say here some candy. Um, <laughs> but welcome, <clears throat> welcome back. So, um, where we were is that um, now I'm really about to just like get straight through my notes um, and then to an announcement, and then I'm gonna let y'all go for tonight because I have stuff to do tonight, and I'm gonna tell y'all why in a minute. Total win. Um, but I do want to, um, Jess, I just saw your comment, so I think I don't know <laughs> what part, <laughs> truthfully, that you want me to repeat, but I will repeat um, that sometimes deciding who you are is deciding who you'll never be again. And if you take the time to rehearse that in your mind and not just rehearse it, but to actually act on that, then that'll really, <laughs> that'll occupy your mind, your time, your energy. I know y'all into your vibrations, all of that, um, all the time that you would have used to waste, to be hard on yourself, to be your worst critic, right? Because that is, we are getting out of that, that is, we are divorcing that, right? You divorce it, that is the end of something. We're not just, like I said, I think it was last week. Um, I know one of these uh, episodes throughout this month where I said that, you know, like for me, I can say release it and that holds as much weight, um, as much weight as for some of you need to hear divorce, divorce it, let it go. Like, whoa, divorce it, divorce what? Like that's the same thing. Uh, divorce it means the same thing to me um, as saying release. So in order for you to release the idea of being hard on yourself any longer, um, even though release is like a, a softer, you know, tone holds the exact same weight, right? Um, and so I want us to get to that place, right? And so um, I, here's your B tip of the week. Here's your B homework, you know, assignment, whatever it is that you, however you want to do it. I know that a lot of us out here, probably all of us, truthfully, at some yeah, well, probably all of us <laughs> um, have, you know, gotten to a place that we say, you know, all oh, that influence. I don't even think of people as influencers. I, I'm going to get back to that. That, you know, so it's, that's why I'm stumbling over my words now, but I'm, I'm getting hit, right? And so I know that a lot of you, you know, or that people actually are, you know, considered and called like, I guess it's Instagram influencers or social media influencers. I'm trying to think of the actual term that I have heard, but I know that the word influencer, so like TikTok influencer, I believe, or something, right? Um, and so I, all that to say that a lot of us, you know, a lot of you have, you know, an influencer that you, you know, take to, that you look up to, that you kind of look forward to hearing from, whether if it is, you know, uh, somebody that catches up on reality TV, there's one that I, I kind of catch, you know, in any, every so often, but any kind of time that I'm on IG or whatever, I might come across something and I don't even watch the reality TV at all, but I just know how entertaining they can be. So his like take on it, excuse me, is, is, you know, entertaining. It's funny either way, but you know, I guess that would technically be like an influence that I kind of like look to or whatever. Um, shout out to, you know, always love like local, love black, you know, absolutely or, or minority. So shout out to like a Jess Hilarious. I know I believe that she would be considered like an influencer, right? Um, and so at, at taking no credit from them at all, but I really, 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 what I say, I told, told y'all about my utopia, my utopia coming back to that from last week that I mentioned, um, adding on to that rather, is that a utopia piece for me would be um, that, and again, this is to your B-tip of the week or your homework assignment, is to think of yourself as your own influencer. That is a game changer. 
you look into everybody else or not to everybody, but to someone else. So we got to watch our words. So we talked about this a long time ago and just watch what we say. So you may lose somebody like what I was saying earlier. You might lose somebody like me that's listening. If you're telling me like, oh, because you look into everybody and I'm like, well, I'm turning off. Like I'm turning, tuning out. I don't look to everybody, but I do look to, you know, one person or this person or these, you know, selected people, you know, as my influencers. So I'm not saying you're turning to everyone, but you are turning to someone else. I don't want you to turn to everyone else. I don't even want you to turn to someone else as your own influencer. I want, I mean, as an influencer for you, I want you to be your own influencer. That is your B-tip of the week. That's your B-tip of this season. We're going into September, last quarter of the year, 2021, after having one hell of a 2020 and a 2021. (laughs) 2021 so unique is like, it's really just a 2021. I don't I, it don't seem like it's been a horrible 2021 for everybody, like 2020 was, but it's for some, I guess, I, I don't know. It's it's indifferent. Literally, how did like the good, the bad, the ugly, and the indifferent? That's 2021. It's like right there, like, hey, you almost forgot me. Here I go, present, right? Um, so yeah, be your or think of yourself as your own influencer. Become your own influencer. That is your B tip of the week, because playing. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Ty Jackson or Ty Speaks. And she posted, playing small is a hindrance to those who called to you, okay? And an insult to the one who called you. When you play yourself small, when you're hard on yourself, because you're hard on yourself, again, that you're not doing it to where you're building yourself up by doing it. You're not, catch this. You have been practicing being your own worst critic, but you don't give your, you you don't even give yourself constructive criticism. So you're not building yourself up and like, and addressing the areas of influence, I'm sorry, influence, uh, your areas of improvement, that's constructive criticism. So it's, it's like, you know, hey, you know, great job thus far. Just want to say that if we could, you know, you're not doing that to yourself. You're not doing that. You're like, hey, yo, why you ain't? Oh, you could have... And I mean, to some, to each his own. So to some, oh, thanks, mom, great topic. Oh, thanks, you. Um, that, you know, to some, you know, you're, you're, you being hard on yourself could even sound softer than the examples that I'm giving, and that's fine, but it's still being hard on yourself. If it's not actual constructive criticism, which, you know, we learn in what, TED Talks, before they were called TED Talks or whatever, right? Where, you know, you are to say something good, open with something good, give the, you know, the actual critique in the middle and to close with something good. You're not doing that to yourself. You are not doing that. You're not taking that time. Just like you, you know, for the example of like people that talk about, you know, folks that will snap at their kids, you know, y'all in the car, I say, hold on just a minute. No, you ain't getting no McDonald's. You know, as soon as you pull up to McDonald's or something, you gave it. Hi, may I, could I have one second, please? Thank you so much. No, no, that's exactly what you're doing to yourself. Everybody, oh, hey, yeah, hi, oh, no, yeah. even the people, even if you are the mean person that, you know, don't want to be at that job or don't want to be at that family gathering or don't really want to be at the club with your friends or whatever, you know what I mean? Even if you are that person, you still are putting on something because even just you showing up, your presence is a present. See, that's back to you uh, playing yourself small. It's a hindrance to who is called to you and who called you. Or an insult. It's a hindrance to who's called to you because if you are constantly belittling yourself and and breaking and 
keeping yourself small and playing yourself too small, then you're also doing the same thing to those. Remember I said, everybody has their own purpose. So though a purpose, people, souls are connected to purpose. You're welcome in case you didn't know that. Okay. So then now you're a hindrance to them because you are, you know, probably delaying their progress and don't mess up so much. And God will be like, you know what? Let me detach this soul from you because you, (laughs) girl, (laughs) you take it too long and you playing with me. Right. Um, you know, and then it's an insult to him because he's like, bro, I know everything. Like I got everything all mapped out. Here you go. I knew he was going to do this, but still like, come on, moving on. Um, and so uh, working against playing, um, playing yourself too small. Here's a post by Dietrich Haddon that I really appreciate. I saw this and knew immediately that I wanted to share with y'all. Never apologize for the way God made you. He made you this way for a reason. God only wants from you what he authentically designed you to be. Genesis 1 and 26, you were actually made in his image and likeness. In other words, if you didn't exist, some people never would never know this side of God. Isn't that good? I'm going to say that again because I didn't mean to mess up those words. In other words, if you didn't exist, some people would never know this side of God. You were made in his perfect image, just saying. So. Once you, you know, meditate, self-reflect, pray, all of those different things that you need to do in order to come to some, you know, grip and acknowledge and and realize and recognize and work on and all that of, you know, your areas of improvement, then normalize, I'm willing to work on it instead of that's just how I am. I'm guilty of it too, because at the core, I know me so well. That's the thing. It's a lot of people out here that don't know themselves so well. that be like, well, that's just how I am. So just let it be. Like me, it's like, I'm really a great person. So I really should kind of get a little more of BOTD. Like people that know me or at least know of me should give me a little more benefit of the doubt because of that's just how I am. You know what I mean? As in, you know, I'm slow. Like, so I could have fumbled. I could have fumbled a moment or something. Like, oh, my bad. I know that. I would think that about like, I don't know, maybe guys trying to get at me like, bro, if you really got to know Benia, you would know not to take that personally because I didn't even mean it though. I was having a slow moment or not to take it as, oh, I didn't like you or something. I probably don't yet, but don't take it that way. <laughs> like it, I didn't mean it that way. Even if that is true, that's not how I meant, you know, whatever this interaction was or whatever statement that was made. It's just that I probably was having a slow moment. Like, oh, I took that as you didn't like me. No, nah, I just didn't know that you were trying to get at me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Told y'all, what I tell you, I'm not good at flirting. You got to just come straight out and tell me. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> let, let's help you out here too. We're we rolling through these notes. Just because you want to see everybody eat, <laughs> it don't mean that you your job is to fix their plates. No, baby. No. The table is spread. You can help to be the one to spread it, to lay out a few. Placements, maybe but to make their plates, to scoop that the middle of that mac and cheese and and let and, and pull up and let that cheese drip and to smack it on that plate, that ain't for you. That ain't your man. Okay, y'all know how y'all love to get into this whole conversation. Oh, I ain't gonna lie. I do like the idea of like making my man's plate. I don't know about it all the time though. Cause then that was, but then that was my thing like, oh, I'm mad. So I'm not gonna make your plate, but dinner ready. And I just cooked. Oh God, I was young. I was literally in my 20s cooking a hot meal from scratch every single night for a man yuck um (laughs) but you know what I mean like that's what that was one of the small minor uh things that I got 
when I started coming out of the idea of like when, you know, as a woman, you learn like, you know, don't be no wife to no man. That ain't your husband. And that don't mean like cheating. That literally means like that was my boyfriend. That was not my husband. But my problem was I thought, oh, so I thought, I assumed. I know what they say about assumptions. Assume. Okay. Uh, yeah. Boom. So it's about you not being so hard on yourself so that you can focus on your duties. You got to get to that place though. You can't jump out the gate focusing on your duties. But we know that your duties and responsibilities and obligations are just that. That's Those are heavy words. Duty, responsibility, obligation. Heavy words, right? And I'm going to tell you why. Cycles are ending with you. I read this. I read this somewhere. Generations of pain are ending with you. When you bravely chose to heal from your past, you helped to release deeply ingrained generational pain. You did the healing of a hundred generations that came before you. Be proud of yourself. That's it. Be proud of yourself. Cycles of pain are ending with you and new cycles of love, peace, and prosperity are beginning. You're helping to lead a new way forward, which is based upon kindness and compassion. Those who will come after you will no longer have to inherit pain or fear. They'll inherit a legacy of love. That's it. That's the key to it. Y'all can say what you want about it. The God that I serve, the God that created all of us and everything, whether you believe in him or not, at the end of it, he is love. That's what he wants us to do. He wants us to love on each other. And he says to love thy neighbor as you love yourself. You have to love yourself first. And if you can't do that, go to him. Don't go to other people. You work in opposite. Remember we talked about being a child and creating timelines? Like you don't even know before you even have an idea of how it is to be an adult. So you upset and once you get into your adulthood, you're upset that you didn't make, you know, these milestones at these certain times and benchmarks from this timeline that you created when you were a child that you didn't even understand of where, you know, you didn't, uh, that person didn't understand who you are now. Like cut it out, right? It's the same thing. You're working backwards. You can't find yourself or figure out your purpose. So you go into other people and you should really turn to the person that can help you figure out that, pur- that, that purpose. And again, if you don't even believe in God, that's, that, that's, that's your cross the bear. Okay, so to speak, at least then turn into your turn inward. He's in you anyway, so it's fine. I see you turn into him. But turn inward, turtleize that thing. I did turn turtle into a verb. You're welcome. Um, so what we what we talked about the beginning, we said divorce him or her. (laughs) I saw something I knew I wanted to share with y'all tonight, but I don't even think I had the time because I didn't put it in here. I could maybe try to find it quickly, but again. I got something real important, real big. I want to share with y'all. So let me see. Let me see. Um, is it going to pop up quickly? Oh, it might. It might. It might. It might. Hold on. Because um, I wanted to help us do like a count backwards from um, these other. Let's see. Mm, yeah, I can't find it. Um, yep, can't find it. It's okay. Because um, it's, it's a lot of stuff. I save stuff all the time. So I couldn't figure out what it was. But it's okay. Um Working backwards, so, so of course, the very first week of Divorce It, we said divorce him or her. Go back and watch these episodes, bro. Go back and get into it. Work through my tangents. I do apologize. They should be entertaining, if, if, at least, right? Um, but the second week of August of Divorce It, we talked about divorcing your idea of a best friend, right? We pick our friends, but real life situations sort them out. Let me say it again. We pick our friends, but real life situations sort them out. 
okay? Then uh, last week is that um, we got into family. Truth is, oh, this was actually, I'm sorry. This was actually for the first one. I didn't have something for family. That's what it is. Um, But so for divorcing him or her, truth is we date at the level of which we love ourselves. Oh my gosh, I only attract toxic men. Yo, I only attract crazy girls. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm leaving. I, I want y'all to think. I want y'all to figure it out, right? Um, helping us to get there. But, you know, I ain't just throwing you into the wow. Um, but I'm definitely holding your hand up until I have to let go of it. Because at some point, you got to grab your own hand. Dap your own self up. Okay? Just saying. Um, and again, you know, we pick our friends, but real life situations help to sort them out. Last week, we got into family. Okay? Um <laughs> For those that believe that you're doing it right from saying that you don't want to date from person to person, like I'm a stick beside him, right? Shorty, right? Did y'all go and find that original video? Oh Lord, that'll change it. Um, that'll change up something for you, right? So the I'm a stick beside him, baby girl. Ooh, still praying for her. What about the option of being by yourself? So the person, so when you're talking about dating and all that, right? Because it all gets back to that, us and our, our age of where we are now. Um, that we, we, I get the idea of like, you know, I don't, I want, you know, I'm a stick. I don't get the idea of who I'm a stick with this person. Cause I'm not trying to be going from boyfriend to boyfriend or girlfriend to girlfriend or whomever. Right. But then you miss the option of just, you know what? No, I don't have to hop from, you know, I'm going to get out of this relationship. That's not good for me. And I know that, um, no, I'm not going to just go to another one. I'm going to just be by myself. Stick by yourself. <laughs> you don't have to stick by him. By, you don't have to stick beside him. You don't have to stick beside her. Stick by, insert name here, okay? Um, here's another post I saw. I dream of never being called strong again. I'm exhausted by strength. I want support. I want love. I want understanding. Not patted on the back for how well I take a hit or how often. Baby, if that spoke to you, that's okay. That's okay. So that's why you can no longer be hard on yourself because you cannot complain about how hard life is. You can, uh, plus, so I'm making, here's an equation, plus complain about how hard some people make life because that's really what it is. I always say that life ain't hard is how hard people make it. Moving on. Um, You know, you can't complain about all these different facets and all these different um, contributing factors that make your life so hard and then go and be hard to yourself. That's literally becoming a product of your environment. The environment that was created for you or that you have, you know, chosen to surround yourself with. It could be a combination of both or other, you know, um, contributing factors and still became the product of that. that. That is not how that's supposed to go. No. Keep people in your circle that are counting your wins when you miscount even when you miscount. I'm telling you that, so back to my business attorney. She literally helped me to run down. She runs down, you know, on the phone. And she's like, Benia, last month, last year, you ran down so many, she said like six or seven like ideas and you've gotten through most of them. Gotten through, and she said six or seven great and amazing ideas. And I'm just telling you that you're my client, like literally, like that is what she does. You tell her something, you tell her you're trying to, you know, get rights to this and cover this and, and, you know, protect yourself here and all that. And then like easily she can just be like, oh, this, oh, that. She said, Benia, you said you wanted to form your um, LLC. You did that. That is your, you know, your consulting firm 
or you help and give back to, you know, minority uh, based businesses and organizations. She said that, you know, you are, um, you said under that, you know, business, you wanted to create your book series brand. You have an active trademark application. Um, she said you want, you also trademarked your podcast. You wanted to start that. You've done that. You've been doing that. You, your podcast is protected, right? That's another active trademark application that you have. So you have two under that. She said under that, um, because of the books and all, you said that you already had some books in mind, you know, that you were writing and then others have come out of that. So there was a children's book I told y'all about that I just got it one day and wrote like God gave that straight to me that put the fire under my behind to finally write my life memoir um, that turned into two parts. So one, the first part being the hardest of just, just everything that was sent to kill me and destroy me. Then the second part of being the good that's in it. Um, and so... Can y'all see it? Oh, wait. Do I have to do it like the, the editorials? No. Y'all probably can't see it. It's the light. Let me cut this off. There we go. Ooh, that's better. Dear Tombstone is in full effect. Written by Benia Sierra Helena Richardson. And I go to the Black Authors Book Expo tomorrow um, at the War Memorial Building between 11 a.m. and 6 p.m. tomorrow, Friday, August 27th to sell my very first book that is published. I have copyrights. I self-published. I God did it with me, man. He did it for me. He did it through me. Did it to me. Like God did it. I was just an empty vessel. So when I say stop being hard on yourself so you can actually do the things that you are called to do, I mean just that. I mean just that. Y'all hear me? I know I'm cutting off. Sorry, y'all. It's just my hair, so that looks weird. I love you. <laughs> I got that light on just to make sure I didn't look crazy signing off. But I love you. Check me out. Hit me up if you want to read this book. I'm not just saying it because it's mine. It's going to be a good read for you, especially if you don't know me and if you don't know my life, which a lot of people don't. So <laughs> until next week, I love you, man. Stop being hard on yourself and go find some peace, okay? Peace. <laughs> Thank you.